Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jet fans really excited about Joe Klecko finally getting that call to the Hall of Fame. And on the line, on the line with us right now is a teammate of Joe Klecko's on those Jet teams in the late 70s, early 80s. Former Jets cornerback Bobby Jackson joins us here on the program. Bobby, Peter Schwartz, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Peter. How you doing? I'm doing great. Always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for coming on board for for a few minutes. And it, as as you know, there are so many Jet fans that were wondering for years. Even people that have worked for the Jets for a long time have not been able to figure out why it took so long for Joe Klecko to finally get in the Hall of Fame. You played with him. You were part of uh, some of those really you know good Jet teams, especially in the in the early '80s and the one that went to the AFC Championship game. How shocked were you all these years that Joe didn't get in the Hall of Fame? Well, I was wondering uh, what about Joe uh, Klecko, you know, took so long. I mean, he made uh, the Pro Bowl at, uh, I think, it's three different positions. Uh, he was a dominant player for us. And I think, you know, the main reason why a lot of guys didn't get notoriety is because we never won a Super Bowl. We got close. But I thought that was the main factor that we didn't win. What uh, you were on that defense, and that you know that defense was known for so many, you know, great players, and you were a big part of the back end of that defense. But up front with Joe, and obviously with Mark Gastineau, Marty Lyons, and you know Abdul Salam to complete you know the sack exchange. But what was it about Joe that made him so special, such a great player, and, and such a good teammate? Well, basically, he came to to work uh, like he was a, a lunch pail guy. He was uh, down to basics, no frills, no sack dance, none of that. He just went about his work and and dominated. And uh, took you know, obviously, getting complimentary players around him to really uh, bring out the best in him. But uh, he he was one of the strongest guys I've ever uh, played with. And like I said, he was a no frills guy. He just came out there with his lunch pail and, and did his job and did it greatly. Was he uh, as good a leader as he was a player? Uh, yeah, he, he he led by example. Joe was not a a raw raw, raw, raw guy. He, he like once again, he, he just came out there and did his job. He led by example. He and basically Abdul to me were the, the two mainstays up front, and then obviously my, uh, Gaston came and, and was a premier pass rusher, and Marty was a, a same type of player as well, uh, hardworking, all American from Alabama, but. But Joe just basically—I um, don't—I don't recall him really being 
loud and boisterous unless we were not doing our job and not giving 110 percent out on the field. He kind of took exception with that. So he would he would let players know that they weren't pulling their weight. He's a, was that type of player. Oh no, no doubt about it. He was one of those guys that once I can't really uh, recall him slacking off. And when he was when he uh, got injured against New England that year and and was out for a minute, it kind of we had it took a, a a number of guys to kind of replace him until he got back. But uh, but no, Joe Joe was uh, one of the key key uh, guys, and I don't know why it took so long for him to get in. Talking to former Jet cornerback Bobby Jackson here on The Fan. We're talking about Joe Klecko getting into the Hall of Fame. We'll get to Darrell Rivas and, and the current Jets with Bobby in, in, in just a moment. But what, 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 was your, what was your reaction when you finally, you know, you heard that, that Joe got the knock at the door from, from Joe Namath? It was just, I, I remember, as a, you know me a long time now, as a huge fan of, as a huge fan of the team, and we were waiting all these years for him to finally get in, and there was just so much common joy from from everybody, and, and you played with him, and I got to imagine that 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 you had that joyous feeling as well when when you heard that he was going in finally. Absolutely, and I, I recall back uh, when uh, I was named one of the defensive captains. Uh, we got called into, into Coach Michael's office, and I thought I, they, well, I was getting traded. <laughs> and I saw I saw Joe Klecko in there, and, and uh, uh, Marvin Powell, and Joe Fields, and I knew then. I thought, oh, well, this must be something else. And, and it was an honor to be named uh, one of the team, uh, you know, defensive captains along with Joe. And, and that it that was a great, great honor for me to be uh, to name that with him. That was just Bobby. We've talked about this before. Um, when we when we've seen each other, you know that your team there with you and Joe and obviously and, and and all those guys. I mean that that was like the reason I fell in love with football. How I fell in love with that Jets team, the late seventies. You guys really started to build something. You get to the AFC Championship game, and it didn't get to where we all wanted it to get to. But that was really you know Joe Klecko and all those guys together with you. That was really a, a special close knit. You know, group of, of of football players, and as you re- remember back to that, was it every bit of um, special as as the fans remember it? Yes, I mean one of the reasons why we had so much success on the field is that we respected each other, and no, no, there was some uh, infighting at times. You know, everybody had some people had personality issues, and everybody know about how some players felt about Mark uh, in his sack dance. And I know Joe took exception <laughs> to it and yeah. a lot of other guys. But me, you know, my only thing was with with, uh, Mark, with Mark at that time was getting back in the huddle to get the defense because he, he yeah. never knew what the defense was, so we had to tell him. And I had to tell him, <laughs> hey, you get in the huddle, you'll know. Right. Well, so, wait, <laughs> wait, so he spent so much time dancing that he didn't know what the play call was until somebody no, had to remind he, him? Yeah, a lot of times he didn't know. <laughs> and, of course, it, that – it made a lot of people upset, but 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 Mark um, is one of the greatest, one of the great players that I played with as well, and uh, you know he should get some nods down the road. But obviously, a lot of people didn't like his his personality, so it'll be a long shot for him as well. I tell you what, I'm 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 a sap with a lot of things. I haven't cried after a lot of games in my life. I've seen my teams win a lot of games, lose a lot of games. I haven't cried after too many games. I will tell you uh, that I did cry after the AFC Championship game in Miami. I think I cried myself to sleep that night. 
Um, that's still to this day, I am, and, and I don't want to throw dirt on the man because he's one of the greatest coaches right. in the history of the NFL. But I, I, I hated Don Shula all these years for not putting the tarp on the field that day at the Orange Bowl. And I'm just, I, I, I we've probably talked about this before, but are, are you still angry about that? And uh, did you cry yourself to sleep that night too? Uh, I, I, I can see my, actually my, my oldest son, Robert, uh, who played, who started football for Hofstra University under, yeah. uh, he, Robert Thomas, he, yes. he was in the locker room with me and I have a famous picture of us sitting on the bench. I mean, in the locker room after that, talking to a reporter and, and basically I, I just replayed that game in my mind and I just knew we had, I just knew that we were going to go. To the Super Bowl, everybody had us playing the, Red, the Redskins or the Commanders now yeah. in the Super Bowl, and and I knew something was wrong uh, when we flew to Miami. And the normal routine is to go from the airport to the stadium to the field to walk the field and work out briefly just to see how the field conditions. And when we went straight to the hotel, I knew something was wrong. And when we went out there the morning of the game. And I went out for pregame, and my and the water was up to my ankles in my cleats. I knew then. I was like, what in the wild are we playing this game? And when I realized that Coach Shula had, had purposely left the field uncovered to minimize, you know, the leading rusher in the NFL at that time with Freeman, yeah. the, the most dangerous receivers in the league with, with uh, um, Wesley. Wesley Walker and Lamb Jones and then uh, Mickey Shuler. And, and, you know, we, I just felt that we had the team to beat them. And keep in mind, Peter, we had not lost to the Dolphins prior to that season at all. We had beat them every, my rookie year from 78 up yep. until the 82. But they beat us three times that year. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. And, <laughs> yeah. So so basically, I can say this. They played on the same field we did. Yeah. And they just managed the game better than we did. Yeah, it still doesn't make it feel any better. I'm still angry about it. We're talking to yeah, former, I am too. <laughs> we're talking to former Jets cornerback Bobby Jackson. Peter Schwartz with you here on the fan. A few more minutes with Bobby. We talked a little bit about you know Joe Klecko going into the Hall of Fame, but there's another mm-hmm. Jet that's going in to the Hall of Fame. And even though you didn't play with him, you know a lot about the position, and that is Jets cornerback Darrell Rivas, who was going into the the Hall of Fame as well with Joe this year. And for for you as a as a, as a long time. Uh, NFL cornerback, you know, your whole career with the Jets. Um, how special was it for you to watch Darrell at his best during his years with the Jets, and, um, and and how deserving is he of going into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot? Well, hey, absolutely. It was expected uh, when he was drafted out of Pittsburgh. Number one, uh, I, I didn't know much about him. I just, uh, from that point, but once I saw him on the field and, and saw his style of play, I realized he was going to have a great uh, future with the Jets, and mm-hmm. he he is no doubt, uh, in my mind, the best defensive back and the best player to play for the Jets in terms of what he accomplished as an individual player. Uh, I played with some great players myself. Um, I would include someone like Jerry Holmes in that, who doesn't mm-hmm. get a lot of notoriety. He was very – you know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought him up. He was a very underrated player. Yes, Absolutely. But uh, when you rank it, you know, there's a question about who's the best defensive back. I'm just glad to be in the conversation, but I know Darrell Reeves earned that number one spot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, 
you know, I was some other couple of corners, uh, Hasty is all up there as well. Mm-hmm. And the, the player, my mind is going a little blank now, but he coaches for the Detroit Lions now. Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn, yeah. Another player that could be mentioned in the book. Jarrell Reeves is number one, at, at, not only at the defensive back position, but in my mind, the uh, player as well. You and James Hasty wore the same number, 40. Yes. Yes, I, I tried to leave a little magic in it for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I think you did. I think there was a little magic also. I liked I liked watching James Hasty play. He was very, very good. Um, yeah. But, but the thing about Revis, and listen, we, everyone talks about, you know, the shutdown corner position. It was just amazing. When you think about that terminology of shutdown corner, every, a lot of mm-hmm. people think of, of, of Deion Sanders. Well, I right. think, and and Dion was a great kick returner too, but right. um, but but Durrell was just amazing. How nobody nobody threw to his side of the field. People stayed away from him, and I can't figure out for the life of me on that Sunday night game in uh, I think it was 2011. It was the the anniversary of 9/11, and for mm-hmm. some reason Tony Romo felt the need to throw the ball. In, in Revis's direction, led to an interception, and the Jets wound up coming back and winning the game. I couldn't believe that Romo was that, I don't want to say stupid, but that yeah. not coherent that he threw the ball in, just because nobody would throw it in his direction. Right. Well, he, he was he was uh, that dominant of a player, and, uh, you know, you would be really out of your mind, really, to throw. I mean, you have to test the guy. You just can't give him a nod. You have to try to catch him sleeping. Like some quarterbacks would do, me they would try to go deep on me early or, or right after halftime or certain situations. But when I was healthy, I felt I was as good as any corner in the league. But mm-hmm. once I got injured uh, after that '81 season and ripped my hamstring in '84, balls started coming out of the sky. But I still held my own and ended up being the the, the leading interception on the team out of my my eight years with the Jets. I think I had. Four, five of those years, I led the team in interceptions. So, oh, you, you, you made me, you made me get out of my seat a lot at Shea. You did. Hey, Peter, and that was the thing about Shea. You, per, you know, the first time I ever saw Shea Stadium was when we went and played the Dolphins on opening day in '78. That was the first time I ever seen the field. I, that, and, I was at that game with my dad. I still have the ticket stub, thirty-three twenty. Yeah. And yes, that sir. was also, and Bobby, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't, I don't think I am, but that was the debut of the new Jet uniforms. That Absolutely. that game, that was because you, I think, in the preseason, you guys still wore the old uniforms, and you didn't wear the new ones until the first game of the season against the Dolphins. Right, and then that was the first first time that we wore those green those helmets that we wore back then, the green helmets. Uh, you know, that was the first time that they were, were debuted was yeah. my rookie year. I wish I wish they would go back to those. Those were a lot of those were uh, cool to see. Let me just uh, finish up asking about the sure. current Jets and um, and how excited you are as a Jet alum to see Aaron Rodgers uh, take over at quarterback and all the excitement, all the high expectations about the Jets this season. Well, obviously, you know Aaron Rodgers is the big uh, fish that we got, uh, whale or whatever you want to call him, and has a lot of expectation for him to to take a team that was pretty exciting last year. Just we were short at that position, at, at the leadership position. But defensively, we were, I'm not going to say lights out, but we were close to it. And uh, Sauce Gardner's proved that he, he's an all-pro guy, and he has um, 
a great start to his career. Yeah, I'm know? sure you like him a lot as another as a, oh, as a, as I, I a fellow him, quarterback. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I just wish I was his size, you know, <laughs> his size <laughs> and the ability that he had. But um, I want to see how he ends up. You know, six, seven, eight years from now, how he, how he stacks up with the great uh, DBs that have played at the Jets. He's also he's made his mark in his first year. I want to see what he does from this point on. And, and let me close with this. Obviously, another former teammate of yours is Marty Lyons. And uh, Marty, for all these years, so many years, has done a great job with his foundation, the Marty Lyons Foundation. And Monday is going to be his annual golf outing and, and a dinner, and they're going to raise a lot of money for the foundation, which grants uh, wishes to um, uh, children who are going through a tough time. Mm-hmm. And I know you always say yes to everything that Marty asks you. You're at the, the NFL draft party that I MC every year, and mm-hmm. you do a lot of stuff with Marty. I know you're trying to get there on, on Monday for the golf outing. Uh, how special is it to still be connected with Marty and, and help him out with his foundation whenever you can? Well, it's just amazing what he, he's done with the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation and his, his Marty Lyons Foundation and the dreams uh, that's been made a reality is because of how unselfish he is as a person. I mean, you know, a guy that did everything and won a lot of things at Alabama, come to the Jets and Jets ring on. And But his biggest contribution in my mind has been through his foundation and giving back to the community. And uh, he's, he's, he's been blessed with that. And I, th- and I think that he's going to give the introduction speech for uh, Joe Kleck. Yeah, he's going to present I, Yes, he's going to present him. Yeah, so I'll be there to hope God willing to witness it per, uh, personally myself, Bruce Harper, his wife, my wife, and my son, and his fiance. We're heading to Canton, and Kenny Lewis, another former Jet, we're heading there to Canton to celebrate not only uh, Joe Clicko, but uh, Darrell Revis, and also to enjoy the, the Jets versus the Browns game and have a good time. Up there. <laughs> the, the Schwartz family is going to Canton, too. We're going to be there for everything, so hopefully we'll see you in Canton. It's a great. It's a great town, and the Hall of Fame is amazing. And it's going to be—they're going to paint the town green that weekend, Bobby. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm—I'm I'm so. I've been to Canton before to do a youth camp up there several years ago, but I'm looking forward to go and, and see two great uh, Jet players go into the Hall of Fame. Awesome, and I hope to see you there, and I'll hope to see you at the golf outing on Monday, Bobby. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us to talk Jets, and uh, best uh, best to you and your family with everything. All right, same to you, Peter, and I hope to see you soon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.